What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week 13 top 36 running back tier rankings. Um, I'll also have the wide receivers coming out in a different video. This was a pretty tough week to split up these running backs. I feel like outside the clear RB1, the position is really all over the place. I feel like there's a lot of guys bunched together from like your RB1s, your high-end running back twos. And then I also think there's a pretty steep fall off once you're getting into like the RB3 territory. But let's just dive right into it. I mentioned the clear-cut RB1 has to be Christian McCaffrey. Even in a tough matchup against the Eagles, I really don't think you can put another player up here. He's just going to be locked in there. We know he has a huge workload. He's going to have the receiving upside and then also a ton of touchdown upside in this 49ers offense. So he's tier one. Then we have a pretty large tier two here, running back two through running back 11. I'm going to start it off with Alvin Kamara. This Saints team could be down big time at the wide receiver position with Olave and Shahid injured. You also have Michael Thomas, who is already on IR. So Alvin Kamara could be in store for a huge receiving game. I do think there's some risk that this Saints offense could just be so bad, and maybe they just key in on Kamara that it may not hit in the way we're kind of anticipating, but I still just think he's going to be force-fed as a pass catcher, which especially in like half-point PPR, PPR leagues, is going to be solid in your lineups. And then after Kamara, I'm going to have Bijan Robinson. The Jets' defense really hasn't been all that tough um, against opposing fantasy running backs. Bijan's coming off a really nice game in Week 12. Love the receiving usage. I think he's trending up rest of season and probably would be my running back two rest of season if I had to pick someone. After Bijan, we have Tony Pollard. Back-to-back strong games. Not a super scary matchup here against this uh, Seahawks defense. Attached to the Cowboys offense, which is firing on all cylinders at this point. Then we have Kyron Williams. And I have Kyron Williams here as my RB5 in a bad matchup. I was a little bit lower on him last week just because I thought they would kind of be slow to give him that full workload. They didn't even give him like the same opportunity share he had early on in the season, but he was dominant on the ground. He was a huge factor as a pass catcher. He just is going to have a large workload. He has some touchdown upside because he gets all those opportunities. And then he also is solid as a pass catcher. So even in a bad matchup, I still like him here as a mid-tier RB1. Then we have Jameer Gibbs. Um, Saints run defense has been slipping a little bit earlier on in the season. It was viewed as like a really tough matchup. Don't really feel the same way at this point, more middle of the pack in terms of fantasy points allowed to the running back position. I still prefer Gibbs over Montgomery at this point, just due to the receiving upside. And then the fact that they're splitting those goal line touches. So it's not even like Montgomery's dominating the touchdown upside. They are kind of splitting those. Um, Then I have Rashad White, a guy who's been a huge riser over the last couple of weeks or really like last stretch here. Um, huge receiving usage, getting a lot of workload on the ground, and pretty much is going to be locked in to their touchdown upside there for the Bucks. Also a really nice matchup here against the Panthers. Austin Eckler seems to be slipping a little bit. Um, obviously last week was a really tough matchup against the Ravens, but it just doesn't seem like he's the same guy we've seen in previous seasons. This Chargers offense, obviously they're kind of struggling in the weapons department. Justin Herbert still playing at a high level. Um, not a great or terrible matchup here against the Patriots. So he's more of a mid-tier RB1. Then I'm going to have Travis Etienne, and he also kind of falls a little bit. Really hasn't been a top fantasy option since the bye. It seems like they're trying to limit his workload heading into the playoffs, which I guess from like a real-life NFL perspective may be smart. From a fantasy perspective, it's definitely frustrating if you roster Travis Etienne because he's not getting the huge workload like he was kind of in the middle of the season. So I still think he's fine as like a running back one, but just something we have to be a little bit weary of. And then after ETN, I have Zach Moss. Um, seems like Jonathan Taylor going to miss two, three weeks with, I believe, a thumb surgery. 
And not a great matchup here against the Titans for Zach Moss, but we actually saw him play against them early on in the season, had one of his best games. With uh, Jonathan Taylor out early on, Zach Moss took on a massive workload, and he didn't just have a massive workload, like he was playing at a very, very high level. I mean, even as soon as like a couple weeks ago, Zach Moss was still up there in terms of like league leaders, um, in terms of rushing yards. So he's playing well. I expect him to get a very significant workload. And this Colts offense has been solid even without Anthony Richardson. So I do like Zach Moss as a top 10 guy. And then wrapping up this tier with Derrick Henry, he has a nice matchup here against the Colts coming off a uh, solid game, especially in the uh, touchdown department. So he's going to wrap up tier two. Now looking at tier three, this is pretty much like our very back-end RB1s to our mid-tier RB2s. I'm going to start it off with Brees Hall. Not a great matchup here for Hall. Obviously, he's just going to have to overcome this very rough offense. Aaron Rodgers, I guess, could be making his return in a few weeks, but it's definitely not going to happen here in week 13, so he's going to be stuck with Tim Boyle at quarterback. Definitely not a great situation. Then I'm going to have David Montgomery. Still like him as like a fringe RB1. I talked about why I like Jameer Gibbs just a little bit more. And then as my RB14 and RB15, I've back-to-back Dolphins running backs. I'm going to be assuming that A-Chan is playing in this one. I understand there's some sort of risk with A-Chan. You know, he came back, had another knee injury or re-aggravated it, whatever it was, and did nothing in your fantasy lineups. For me, it seems like the Dolphins are taking it slow with him. They're not rushing him back. We saw that last week he was a limited participant throughout the week, still didn't play on their Friday game. So I'm going to trust the way the uh, Dolphins are kind of going about this. And if they deem him as good enough to go in there, play here in week 13, that I'm going to feel confident firing him up. Um, obviously, that's going to lower Raheem Mostert's ceiling. If Achan does not play, then I think Raheem Mostert's more of a locked-in RB1 compared to like high-end RB2 territory. For Achan, I do think there's some concern of maybe minimizing his workload a little bit, starting to kind of ease him in. But I mean, the dude just needs a few touches and he can break off a huge play and give you a big uh, fantasy day. So back to back with those guys. Then I'm going to have DeAndre Swift. Really not low on Swift this week. It's just a tough matchup. A lot of running backs in kind of a similar range who just don't have those brutal matchups going up against the 49ers defense. Um, So that's where I'm at with DeAndre Swift. And then wrapping up this tier with Isaiah Pacheco, I could definitely see an argument for Pacheco being higher here. This is just kind of where I settled in. He doesn't have, I guess, the most well-rounded usage for this Chiefs offense, but he's coming off a very big week 12, and I like him here as a mid-tier RB2. Now, I just have two running backs in tier four, kind of guys in a little bit different situations. For Montre Stevenson here, I actually really like his matchup here against the Chargers. Still in somewhat of a split with Zeke, but he's definitely pulled away over the last few weeks. He's my running back 18. And then Zach Charbonnet, I think Charbonnet is going to dominate the touches. This is obviously going to be assuming that Kenneth Walker can't give it a go, but he has a very, very tough match against the Cowboys. We saw him have a huge workload um, last week on Thanksgiving. Didn't necessarily come through big time for fantasy, but like he's a touchdown away from having a solid fantasy game. So I think he's going to repeat that volume. You just hope he's slightly more efficient and potentially gets into the end zone here against this uh, Cowboys defense. Now looking at tier five, a pretty large tier here. These are going to be the guys, for the most part, who are leading their backfields, but maybe are going to be in some sort of splits. So I'm going to start it off with Devin Singletary. We saw Damian Pierce uh, return to this backfield in Week 12, but uh, Singletary still dominated the usage. Damian Pierce really just kind of filtered in here or there. So if Singletary is going to be the clear-cut RB1 on the strong Texans offense, I like it here, especially against this uh, Broncos defense. After Singletary, I'm going to go with Javante Williams. 
pretty solid usage last week. Hasn't necessarily capitalized fantasy-wise um, since kind of expanding his role, but I think he's in a fine spot here going up against Devin Singletary here in this uh, Broncos-Texans matchup. Then I'm going to have Jalen Warren. Even though Najee Harris had the better fantasy game last week, I still prefer Warren. I think he's the better back overall, and they're pretty much splitting their opportunities 50-50. Also, both these guys have really nice matchups here going up against this uh, Cardinals defense. I'm going to have Brian Robinson as my RB24 going up against the Dolphins. I might be a little bit lower on B-Rob this week. I just have some concerns with the potential game script here. I definitely think there's a path where the Dolphins go up early, and that could kind of shift this game script more pro Antonio Gibson because he's more of their uh, pass catching guy. Brian Robinson's better in um, leading game scripts. So that's why he may be a little bit lower than you were thinking, but still an RB2 for me. And then uh, my RB24 going to be Joe Mixon going up against the Jaguars. He's just in a tough spot here because his workload is fine. It's solid. Um, the offense just isn't super conducive to giving him high ceiling games. He's going to rely on touchdowns because the efficiency hasn't been there. And I just don't know how many touchdown opportunities there are going to be with uh, no Joe Burrow. After Mixon, I have Jerome Ford. Saw some really nice usage last week. I do think this offense is just kind of capped. It seems like they may be rolling with uh, Joe Flacco this week, which I guess is somewhat concerning there. So Jerome Ford, high-end RB3. Next is going to be A.J. Dillon. Going up against a tough Chiefs defense. Obviously, this is going to be assuming that uh, Aaron Jones does not play. A.J. Dillon is dealing with a groin injury, but I think he was dealing with that heading into the Thanksgiving game, so I would expect him to uh, suit up here. After Dillon, we're going to go with Najee Harris. Mentioned the nice matchup. Um, Still think he's the worst running back compared to Jalen Warren, but he's actually strung together some nice games um, over the most recent stretch. Then uh, last two guys in this tier, James Conner and Chuba Hubbard. For Conner, the usage wasn't great last week, but it was in a weird game script where they were pretty much blown out by the time you were getting into the second half. So I think he could get a much better workload here in week 13 in a more competitive game against the Steelers. And then Chuba Hubbard um, saw some really nice usage last week, especially as a pass catcher. I think if anything, with the coaching shakeup, it'll probably benefit Chuba Hubbard because um, it seemed like the coaches that were fired were kind of pro Miles Sanders, at least heading into the season. Um, he does draw a tough matchup against this uh, Buccaneers run defense, but mid-tier RB3, I think is fair. And then the final tier, tier six, these guys are not leading their backfields, pretty much all RB2s. Tajay Spears in a nice matchup. You're hoping he gets some usage. Um, he's been splitting snaps with Derrick Henry. Antonio Gibson mentioned how this could be a solid game script for him going up against the Dolphins. Kareem Hunt, he's been in a split with Jerome Ford. Uh, Royce Freeman, we saw him splitting with Kyron Williams. I would expect Kyron to kind of you know eat into that opportunity share in his second game back, but Royce Freeman could still be somewhat involved. Samaje Piran, Javante's RB2, um, Tyler Algier getting some carries there with uh, Bijan Robinson, and then Ezekiel Elliott in a nice matchup here against the Chargers. So I feel like the tier six, these are guys you'd really be hoping are not in your fantasy lineup, but outside of that, all those guys are somewhat playable. And that's going to wrap it up for this one. If you guys are interested in the wide receivers, go check that out. Any last fantasy questions this week, drop them down below. Thank you all for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.